pretty nerds. 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 Hi guys, welcome back to Pretty Nerds Podcast. This is your girl Fallon Deanne, and this is your girl Nay. Alrighty, and how's everything going this week? Uh, pretty good. You know, just keeping keeping it moving per usual. What about yourself? It's going good over the weekend of rain and cold weather, so. Um, see, it's <laughs> cold up here. Just um, it's been raining a little bit, but it's been unseasonably hot at the same time. So it's weird. Well, hopefully, it doesn't get too much cooler than this. Yeah, I, I, I've seen like a couple weather reports saying that it's going to be a fairly warm winter this year. So, yeah. Oh, I feel like we could get dragged these last what like five or six years or so because I remember like one time it was like zero degrees in the south and it's like what the hell and Florida got snow one year it's like yeah we- <laughs> we're due for a little you know right reg- at least a regular winter for us in the south is not yeah. super cold so <laughs> <laughs> um anywho all right so anything else nope cool. all right well let's go ahead and jump into the hot topics for the week where do you want to start at? Um, we can start light like we always. I guess we can do Shonda Rhimes. Yeah. Quick hitter. <laughs> so she left uh, ABC um, and it was actually over a Disney ticket. Um, basically $154 ticket for her sister, which I I get it. She called like a high up executive and he was like, don't you have enough? So she took her business elsewhere. It's like as much money as I'd have made y'all, y'all can't give me one extra Disney ticket. Yeah, I would. I mean, I, I definitely feel her on that because a lot of people thought that she was, it was kind of like rich people problems, but I'm with her. It's the principle of the thing. Yeah. You know, I make you all this money. You can, you can call me a ticket, period. Right. And I was like, it was just weird to come like the conversation that, you know, she said that they had like, bro, it was one ticket. And then you gave her a broke ticket. It would have been different if you didn't give her a ticket at all. You gave her a ticket that didn't work at the gate. Oh, yeah. No. (laughs) But yeah, she has taken her talents to Netflix. So, yeah, we'll see what comes of it. Um. She she did really good shows on ABC and that was in the confines of um you know network TV. So we'll kind of get to see. In my opinion, I really like to see when people do things on streaming services because they're not in the confines of network TV so they get to be as creative as they really want to be and not have to worry about like um you know, is this too much violence? Is this too much sex? Is this too much, you know, you know, cursing or things of that nature. I feel like it, they just kind of get to be creative and not have to worry about all of that, that extra bullshit. Yeah. I'm like, I'm excited for, I'm always excited just for women doing their thing, especially black women. Um, so like you said, it'd be, I probably, I definitely tune in. Cause I mean, I watch scandal, how to get away with murder and all this stuff. So I definitely will probably tune in. Yeah. It's a good story. I'm in. Other like light news. The NBA season it just ended like what two weeks ago, but 
um, we're hearing reports that the new season will be kicking off, starting off again in December 22nd. Obviously, that's due to the whole COVID thing. As we all know, typically an NBA season ends around, I want to say June or July, and then they take it like, like June, I think. And then they take a couple months off and they come back like in October. Um, but unfortunately this year, because they didn't start the bubble till so late, they just ended it. And so they're going to pick up their season starting again in December. Fairly quick turnaround, but I get it. They're a business. Um, if they don't start again in December, they lo- lose over, I think it said $500 million. So that, it makes sense, you know, <laughs> for them to jump in. Um, the Lakers will unfortunately not get to enjoy their title reign for too long um, because a new season will be starting. Also in sports news, LBJ, he, yesterday in the football game against the Bengals, he tore his ACL. So it has been reported that he will be out for the remainder of the season. So for all of you fantasy folks out there, if y'all picked OBJ, sorry for y'all because the man is out the rest of the season. I feel like that is all. Oh, and another quick, really quick hitter is your boy Tyler Perry. Um, he dropped a picture and people started calling him a zaddy your thoughts (laughs) your thoughts he was never really unattractive to me he was just Tyler Perry though it's like that's my deal (laughs) I don't know like like I said he wasn't unattractive but I he definitely not zaddy like this yeah no he just it's nothing about him that's like I mean, he just got money. I don't know. No, it was weird. I was like, "This like your uncle." Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like it, it just. I'm with you. It's not that he's like unattractive per se. It's just that he's Medea. Like it, it's weird. <laughs> like it feel weird to be like, "Oh, he find like what?" Nah, I don't see it. But you know, to each their own. Yeah. Not <laughs> even a good like. I ain't even finna go there because I was being like a pervert because I'm like, why y'all calling this man Zaddy? And I'm like, I mean, you couldn't even see me. <laughs> You're a mess. <laughs> oh, man. Um, speaking of a mess, so the Selena trailer for on Netflix dropped. The movie, I guess, I guess it's like a series. I don't know, a movie series. Yeah. I don't know what it is. That's coming on Netflix on December. What did they say? December second or fourth? Uh, I didn't get the date, but it's a series. Okay. Um, let's see. Yeah, December fourth. Okay, so yeah, it's some December fourth. It's going to be premiering on Netflix. Fallon says it's a series. So I saw the trailer. It looked very reminiscent of like the movie trailer. Um, and so I just question why. We need another Selena anything. But what are your thoughts? Yeah, I'm not definitely not here for it. I know I won't be watching it. I just don't feel like the series is needed. I don't know. And I guess it's like it was one of those movies. You know how like you mad at the person that plays like the actor. And you be like, that's not the actual person that did it. It's just like, I don't, I don't know. I just feel like we don't need to relive this story through a whole series. Like just let the movie you know, be what it was and stand along and move along. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't, to me, I feel like 
if the movie was bad, then I could see people yeah. feeling like we needed to do something something more something different like with the Aaliyah story that movie was trash so I could see why people would want people to do another Aaliyah story if that's the case but the Selena movie was actually really good it was really well done so I don't know why they felt like we needed another I mean you can only tell a story so many times you know what I mean especially like a biography something that's supposed to be based on a true story you can only tell it so many times like we already all pretty much know the details know what happened like i what new aspects are they going to give i don't i don't understand and that's what i'm saying i'm like i mean it's nothing new that you can unfold her i mean her death has been so long ago like you said the biography it was done nicely so i don't yeah i don't know but, you know, it is what it is. I'm sure it'll probably still do numbers. So just people in nostalgia and wanting to kind of see these type of stories. People like to see biographies, even if they're done over and over and over again. So I'm sure it'll probably do some sort of numbers. People tune in and watch it. I mean, people tuned in and watched that Aaliyah story and it wasn't well done. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm still mad at you, Londa, baby. And it's what... I know at least 20 years later, I'm still mad at her. Right. <laughs> All right. So let's jump into, oh, last quick hitter. Prayers to Jamie Foxx's family. Um, He just recently, well, he just, like, I want to say maybe an hour or two ago, he revealed that his sister passed away. Um, So, again, prayers up to them. Um, I know that he was close with his sister, loved her very much. So just prayers and condolences all the way around. Okay, so let's jump into the mess that's been kind of going around <laughs> lately. We can start, to me, it's pretty light. Let's start with Wendy Williams. Um, she was on, she's been on her show. Her show came back on after COVID for these past couple of weeks. People have been kind of speculating based on her behavior on the show that she has relapsed. I will say I've seen some of the clips. And I listen. You know, <laughs> I don't like, like to judge nobody, but gee, I don't know. What are your thoughts? Definitely, I don't wish that on her, and I hope that it's not true. But from the clip that it sh- that I saw, I'm like, ooh, baby, it don't even look like she was in this galaxy, not even <laughs> Earth, <laughs> bro. Where you at? And it's like she laughed, and it was just like what the fuck right and just all the like the way like you see her mispronouncing like she called Adele Hodel like I mean the way remember when she was talking about coronavirus and she called it something out of this world and I'm just like yeah there's it's live tv and there's mistakes that are made but and I don't even know if her show is live anymore um but there mm, I don't know it just don't Something's going on. And even if you make a mistake and she, like, you kind of acknowledge it and be like, oops, you know, let me correct it and move on. It's like, she just, baby, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> like, it, it is what it is. I'm high. I'm going to move on. Yeah. It's definitely, like you, I, like you said, I don't wish that on anybody relapsing. Dealing with drug addiction is hard, period. So just hopefully all all for the better for her and i just i hate seeing that people talking about it's her karma blah 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 
wishing drug addiction on people and, and saying that that's their karma for this or that, that's ridiculous. That's not how karma works, people. No, I'm not going to go that far. Be like, it, things happen. And you never, like, it's a whole pandemic out here as well. So it's it's hard for just, you know, people that are not addicted to drugs. So, I mean, that was one of the things that a lot of health officials were concerned about when they didn't close liquor stores were relapsed. So, you know, I just wish her the best and hopefully she get it together. Yeah, absolutely. Moving right along from that, let's jump into the whole Beyonce situation. First, we'll start off on the light end of it. Uh, we saw that she is dropping Ivy Park, Park her second collab with Adidas. What are your thoughts? Um, I like it. Um, it looks like she might have more inclusive sizes coming from the models that I saw. Um, there was just a little green, like, jumpsuit thing. That I was like, it looked real nice on her. I probably wouldn't buy it. But um, I like it for the most part. I'm not a fan of, like, the shoes. But other than it, it's cool. Yeah. I think I like it better than her first collection. Because the first f- collection, I didn't really care for, like, the the coloring and all of that of it. Um, but I like this one a little bit more. But you know I'm, a, like, a bright color girl anyway, so it is what it is. Moving on from that part of the Beyonce topic, as we saw, um, as, as we all kind of saw the horrific things that were going on in Nigeria with SARS and, and everybody using their voice and kind of um, trying to wa- bring awareness to it, it became like this whole huge, I want to say, debate on about basically Beyonce. Um, it wasn't a t- it didn't hit any other celebrity in the sense the way that it hit Beyonce. I mean, there was some controversy, obviously, and we're going to talk about it with Naomi Campbell, but. It really, like, the whole thing kind of centered and hit really hard at Beyonce. Um, It started with, um, I can't remember the artist, but she worked with her on the Blackest King project. I can't remember the artist's name right now, but she called, basically, she called out Beyonce, saying that Beyonce needed to use her platform um, to talk about what was going on in Nigeria. That's when you had um, Beyonce's publicist first and then Beyonce's mama essentially clap back and say, Beyonce is doing, you know, what she always does, work behind the scenes, blah, 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 blah. Um, Then obviously there was a message up on Beyonce's website about what was going on. So I don't know. Either, Either way, once all kind of the dust settled or whatever like that, after Beyonce released a statement, it still seemed that wasn't good enough because people felt then it wasn't genuine. Like, either way, she was getting dragged regardless. So kind of what are your thoughts on that whole situation? Just any, even with Beyonce, with Naomi Campbell, with any real, any celebrity kind of having to deal with when we have those situations and people kind of looking towards them to, I guess, use their platform or lend their voice. Now, I do feel that if you make your money off a certain fan base, I do think you owe it to them to 
I guess use your platform and say, okay, this is what's happening with them. And Beyonce is probably the only person, probably her and Jay-Z are probably the only people that I would, I wouldn't side eye if they were silent when it comes down to social issues. And the reason why is because they do work behind the scenes and we don't know or hear about it until it's already done. You know what I'm saying? So we heard about, you know, like Ferguson and all that. We didn't hear that they did anything until people had already been bailed out. You know what I'm saying? So I don't necessarily say, oh, they're not doing anything because they do a lot of work behind the scenes. And I think even Jay-Z at one point was called out by Harry Belafonte, like, oh, you don't do anything. And he's like, okay, you know, it's kind of seen as bad either way. Like, okay, if I show my receipts, I'm bloating and people say, you know, I'm doing this. But then if I stay silent and just do the work and I'm seeing that, okay, this is what people need. Hey, you know, what's on the ground, what's need to be done. Then I'm still criticized. And I've seen a lot of people um, was like, well, she made money off of Africa. And I, I hate that. That is like, we're separate. Like she made money off of Africa. Like we're not all black people that are descendants from there. And I'm like, you know, as much as she give, I'm like, I don't, I don't, I mean, I didn't like it. And I'm a Beyonce fan. I, and so I may be a little biased, but I definitely didn't like it. And I, like I said, she always does the work. That's one thing you can always count on if she has, you know, if that's her passion or if she sees, okay, something she does the work, they go hard in the paint. And it's not like, Oh, well, here, here, you know, here's a hundred dollar contribution, like the fashion designer did. Like, oh, here's a fifty dollar contribution. They give books, right? You know what I'm saying? So it's not like, oh, you know, here's a thousand dollars, here's ten thousand dollars. They normally, once they put in on a project, it's here go five hundred thousand dollars. Do what you need to do. And I'm like, and then you have to take into account as well. She's in the U.S. And that's Nigeria. So it's different where you're in the U.S. Things are happening in the U.S. Hey, what's going on on the ground? Who needs what? Blah, blah, blah. How do I get it to them? Blah, blah, blah. You're all the way in Nigeria. You, you know, social media. That's the only thing that we see. And I think at that point, once, I don't know. I just felt like we know what's going on at this point. It's all over social media. It's on the international news. We see it. So even if she didn't say no, we saw it. At this point, we need resources. Right. Right. So. I definitely, like, my my critique of it or my, my stance on it is I just don't understand. One, I don't understand why it always falls back on the women entertainers. Like, I didn't see anybody come at Drake's neck at all. And Drake has borrowed from Afrobeats just like any other and exactly from dance hall everything and nobody was at drake's neck nobody was at um you know i want to say kendrick's neck or wale's neck or any of these other male artists it always seems to come back on female artists i feel like if Nicki minaj wouldn't have said anything y'all would have been at her neck if rihanna wouldn't have said anything y'all would have been at her neck it seems like Y'all look to black women as, you know, as we just supposed to save everybody. And it's like, it's, it's like, it doesn't matter how much we prove, like, like you said, how much she does behind the scenes, it's never enough. 
And the, the thing that, I guess the thing that aggravated me the most in the conversation, and I'm not a Beyonce stand by any means. I salute my girl. I'm proud of any black woman who is out here getting it and all that. But I ain't a Beyonce stand by any means. But what aggravates me about the conversation with Beyonce is you consistently see people say, oh, y'all treat Beyonce like she's some sort of God and y'all worship her and blah, 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 blah. That's always y'all the thing that y'all say. But then when situations like these arise, then you want her to lend her voice as if she is some sort of God, as if Beyonce saying on, you know, social media, this is bad, that that's going to stop the, the, you know, the folks in Nigeria or stop the government from doing what they're doing. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't get it. It's like y'all down people who, which, listen, I hate stand culture. I think it's one of the worst things that we've, that came out of what, like the, the early 2000s was the, the advent of stand culture and that whole fascination with being a stand. Um, but at the end of the day, it's like, y'all can't have it both ways. Y'all can't get mad at people for going up for Beyonce. But then when something negative happens or something bad happens, then y'all want her to use her quote unquote star power in her pull. Look, I don't get it. You can't have it both ways. They be wanting that cake and eat it too. And yeah. I'm like, I don't understand that people like, well, I don't understand why y'all love her so much. She just like anybody else. I'm like, bro, you can give the lady like props for what she does. I'm like, she is a humanitarian by all means. Absolutely. Not only that, and she's an incredible entertainer. The people who yeah. try to to diminish her hard work are it's beyond the fuck out of me. Like I that woman literally, I've seen her, you saw in her little thing where she literally said she basically starved just so that she could be prepared for that homecoming thing. Like I mean, the the amount of work and the type of things that she does just for her art. And to basically appease y'all is beyond the fuck out of me. Listen, because I'm even starving myself to perform. And then just to think about you starved yourself to perform two nights in a row in a desert. You yeah. mentioned I'm not going to do this with you. Okay. I would have been eating up all the blues uh, fruit snacks. <laughs> and then the people talked about her like, well, she got a pouch. I'm like, uh, the lady just had some kids. Exactly. Girl, listen. Um, also kind of who fell victim to that was Naomi Campbell. She's kind of known for all the work that she does across Africa as well. But I will say I wasn't a fan of the picture that she posted, but I also didn't feel like she deserved to be like dragged the way that people dragged her. I didn't either. Um, I know that was the... I guess people were like she posted a picture, and it would have been different if maybe it was a naked picture. But I'm like, it wasn't. It was just a striking photo, and I'm like, well, we also have to be realistic as well. Like when the whole Black Lives Matter thing, when we, you kind of when you see those pictures, excuse me, when you see those pictures on the internet, you saw the black guy, you like, okay, it's Black Lives Matter. You just kept going because right. you already knew what it was. 
But if you're really looking at like your news feed or your timeline and you see, oh, she posted a photo of like, boom, okay, the caption is like, it wasn't like a thirst trap and then she like, oh, and SARS. It was just a striking photo. Right. So I wasn't mad about it, but I'm like, just for people to go in and I'm like, I don't see, I don't get it. And I know I saw like some uh, people were tweeting and was like, well, once y'all just taking up a Kim K, but y'all dragging Naomi Kim, I was like, <clears throat> I'll be talking about their white savior like that because baby, they coming for you. <laughs> they coming for you. She could do the same thing and she could be butt naked on there. I'd be like, well, at least she bringing awareness. Fact. And you just got Naomi Campbell in a beautiful dress with her beautiful black skin and saying what a caption. And y'all go in. And even when people were talking about her video, it was like the tears weren't real. I didn't get that she was being fake from it. Like, it's a very, I didn't watch the clips and the images and all of that. Um, just reading it was enough for me. And, um, like, my husband kind of gave me a break. He was like, let me tell you what's happening. I was like, if I didn't watch it, I don't want to, get, you know, I don't want you to give me a play-by-play detail of it either. Right. Um, it, it's horrendous. So I can definitely see, you know, people being in tears and heartbroken and stuff like that. Everybody is not you know, desensitized to violence and seeing people being murdered in cold blood on TV. Right. Yeah. I agree with you. Absolutely. Um, I just, honestly, I just wish that we would give each other a little bit of break. You know what I mean? Like all this, we're dealing with so many different things. Um, we're in the middle of a pandemic. People are losing jobs, unemployment, police brutality, um, you know, black people being murdered and killed in their homes. And you know what I mean? Like, uh, we got a fucking election coming on. We got everything that's going on in Africa, which, by the way, it's not just Nigeria. Um, you know, in doing some research, I saw they have issues going on in the Congo. I mean, just all across Africa, there's all different kinds of issues that that are, are you know, centralized and that are uh, that are occurring. So, I mean... We have so many things going on. I just wish that we would give each other a little bit of a break. Okay, so so and so didn't post on social media. It's okay. You know what I mean? Awareness will still be brought. There are still activists out there with boots on the ground who are trying to raise awareness. You know, we can't depend on because someone has money or shit because someone has money or status that that means that they're going to care. If we if we did that, then shit, nothing would get solved. Let's be honest. And they're such a small, you know. It, even though they they may have reach, I don't know. I get. I feel like if us, is, I guess you could say, regular people, like did the work or whatever, it would still reach because I'm like, it was regular people that put it out there that you know cause us to say okay let me take a look at this let me actually see what's going on let me click on the hashtag and like you say it doesn't just go towards just Nigeria like even when you think about Cameroon or like I saw that today where they're literally their citizens they're being deported from every place in the world and they're not being deported just putting on a plane going back to their home country they are being deported in some horrible circumstances, horrible, even from the U.S., horrible where they're being beat, you know, tased, pepper sprayed, 
making, you know, they're making them sign deportation papers to go back home um, while they're seeking asylum. I'm like, you have them dying, you know, in the ocean because they were just put out there by officials in Greece. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, it's not just one thing. And like you said, we all deserve grace and to be patient with each other. We're learning. I'm like, it, it takes a lot to learn where, you know, we see where we grew up and I'm not saying just my, I'm just going to speak for myself. I grew up where the only images that I knew of Africa before reading and doing my own research was the feed the meat, the feed the children commercial. Those were the only images that I knew that existed in Africa. So that was my ideology. Whereas you have some African people that think like, oh, Black Americans, they're lazy, they're violent, blah, blah, blah. And when you get here, it's like, no, you know what I'm saying? So I like you said, it's just being patient with each other and learning and saying, okay, listen, whatever depiction that white media gives me, it's wrong. Right. You know, so I just, I don't know. It's just heartbreaking all the way around that we're all dealing with the same things, but different at the same time. So absolutely. Yeah. We just need to, like you said, show each other some grace and hopefully we can all just kind of do our best to come together in whatever way that we can, whether it's, you know, and, and I feel like no matter what, um, and I hate to say it like this, I feel like there's always going to be, somewhat of a divide there because there are so many biases that each each one of us in the diaspora have against each other you know what I mean like you have Caribbeans who have a bias you have Africans who have a bias you have some black Americans who have a bias on all 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 around there are some biases around there some stereotypes that they all of us buy into um but if we can find some way whether it be sharing resources, sharing knowledge, anything to kind of come together in a way that we, you know, create a better standard of life for all of us. You know what I mean? Definitely. All right. So moving on from that, let's jump into some messy stuff. Let's get into the messiness of it all. And these are some pretty quick topics, I believe. Um, we can start with Bustin Ti um, in the whole versus debate. Yeah, yeah. It was. I guess did Busta bring it up first that he wanted to battle Ti? I don't know how the conversation got started, um, but Ti basically came back and was like a better fit for Busta Rhymes would be LL Cool J or oh shit, I forgot who else. But he was basically saying that Busta Rhymes was before his era, so they shouldn't do a versus battle. Um, which I I agree with T.I. Like, I don't know. It's, I feel like the only, I know a couple of Busta Rhymes songs, but it's not enough where I could vibe if he went against T.I. Whereas T.I., I just feel like they're better suited candidates for both people that it will make a good versus battle but not against each other my thoughts is i feel like ti kind of walked himself into this though because ti kept saying that he felt like he could go up against anybody i mean when you get on there and you say that you want to go up against a jay-z you can't then come back and say 
oh, but I don't want to go up against Busta because that's not my era. Well, Jay-Z and Busta was in the same era. So, you know what I mean? So, I, I do actually agree, though, that I don't think that a Busta T.I. versus is fit because I just don't feel like their music meshes. Like, I don't feel like it would be a good battle. Um, I see that they've already kind of resolved it. It's going to be T.I. versus Jeezy. So I feel like that kind of works because they're kind of both in the same kind of trap, rap kind of music. They're both from Atlanta. Like it feels, that feels more of like a versus battle that makes sense. But I, I don't buy into the notion that that Busta and T.I. couldn't have battled because of the era thing. Just because if T.I. is going to say I could go against Jay-Z, then why can't you go against Busta? You know what I mean? Because Jay and Busta are from, quote unquote, the same era. So if you see yourself as in the same era as a Jay or on par with Jay, why not a Busta? But again, it's not a battle that I would want to see, but I guess I can't. What I'm saying is I can't like say nah to it, but it is what it is. Yeah. I, um... I don't know. Like I said, I just feel like they're better, like, just suited candidates. I'm excited about the T.I. and Gigi, though. I definitely probably would sit and, like, I'm definitely going to sit and watch that. I just wish I was able to drink. But, <laughs> nevertheless, <laughs> I'm definitely enjoying it because I'm like, man, I still remember, like, the Thug Motivation one-on-one be like, Gigi ain't got to really do nothing else. Just play that Play the whole album. Listen, <laughs> the exact same thing i said because people was trying to sleep on jeezy talking about ti gonna wash you i said did y'all not hear thug motivation 101 like that whole album go stop playing with name he ain't skipping nothing on that album like nothing and the crazy thing about it like seriously i think i was was i a freshman i think i was a freshman in college when this album first came out you couldn't tell me I want trapping going to go to school in the morning. Like, I'm like, listen, this whole car strapped and I ain't talking seatbelt. I'm like, top to, top to bottom. <laughs> top to bottom. I'm telling you, thug motivation, that really was like, man, look, I, y'all better quit sleeping on Jeezy. Put some respect on that main name. That's all listen. I'm saying, y'all. Because I'm like, that's what people like, not Jeezy. I'm like, if it ain't Jeezy, then who? Because I'm like, y'all got to stop playing. Because I'm like, I mean, I don't know, maybe because some, of course, because there are younger people than us, they probably like, oh, he ain't made nothing, blah, blah. I'm like, well, T.I. ain't made nothing either. But I'm like, yeah, just that alone right there, just like, just press play on one. And every time T.I. go, then you go, and then you're going to go number two. Or you want me to put the track list together from Thug Motivation One on One, and then just for a little razzle dazzle, we'll throw in my president's black at the end, and we can just move on from there. And that's listen, it for me. <laughs> listen, I'm just, I'm just telling y'all, quit sleeping, up, quit sleeping on Jeezy. Stop playing with that man name, cause he really did have us all out here thinking we was in a trap. I'm just gonna tell y'all right now, he really did. He really did. That's the truth. I mean, on the expressway door, a hundred be like, bro, you gotta slow, let me slow down. Cause, uh, yeah, I can't afford a ticket. Oh. Just vibing out. So, yeah, I'm, I'm ready for that battle. Basically, but I'm with you though. Like, I was trying to think about it. If not Jeezy, who did people think he was gonna? They was gonna put Ti against? 
Because I know for damn sure y'all wasn't thinking Dwayne Carter. Let's not, <laughs> let's not do that. Yeah, right. <laughs> let's not embarrass Tip like that. <laughs> oh, come on now. We're like, no. So, I don't know. Yeah, it is what it is. Um, moving on from that, your girl Kalani, she put up a birthday post for Bryson Tiller. Some people felt like it was disrespectful. I saw the post. I didn't really, like, read too much into it like no more than any other long ass drawn ass posted these other celebrities do to everybody else like I don't but you know you know people how they are so what are your thoughts um the post wasn't my issue um because I'm like my new friends or whatever I don't really shot them out because I'm like they don't have social media pages so it ain't no point of me writing a long ass status but like I'll just send it to you um it was the pictures for me, so I'm like, he had no better pictures than y'all together that was friendly. I don't know about that. Like the caption and the photos together is like it's too long. Or you, you know, know You know what though? I feel like the reason that maybe I didn't take too much of it is because wasn't the pictures the same ones from? Because didn't they just drop a video together? Mm-hmm. It was video pictures. Yeah, so I think that's they was she was like cross promoting promoting the video at the same time, cause mm-hmm. that was kind of the pictures that she had. Like again, I didn't just read too much into it just because. Yeah, who cares? Yeah, if Bryce, if I mean, Bryce and girl ain't worried, then why y'all up in arms? I don't. Yeah, I it won definitely no. I was like, oh, I didn't feel like it was. I guess like disrespectful. Like, well, you could just choose better photos. But like you said, if his girl cool with it, then, you know, it's just, it is what it is. Yeah. Exactly. So let's move to, we got two topics left. And these two topics, we're going to start with, let's start with, before we get to Barking Gate, let's start with the Mike Tyson Bootsy interview. So Bootsy sat down with Mike Tyson on his podcast. And basically, Mike Tyson asked Bootsy the questions that we all fucking been thinking. Um, He asked him straight up, are you, you know, homosexual? Are you, you know, struggling with your sexuality? Because you seem to have an obsession with homosexuality and gay people. And, you know, Bootsy kind of was, I guess, taken aback by that. And he was like, no, he was like, I'm a straight guy or whatever like that. I just think it's wrong and blah, blah, blah. And then, of course, that led to the Zaya Wade conversation and how Mike basically was like, why were, why did you feel the need to comment on it? It wasn't your business. It's not your business to kind of speak, you know, about somebody else's child. And he was like, well, again, I just felt like it was wrong. I felt like he, you know, and, and of course he mispronounced the pronoun, which pissed me off even more. He called her a he as opposed to a she, which is the pronoun that she's chosen. And uh, he was like, I, you know, I just felt like that, you know, Zaya doesn't have the ability at her age to, you know, make that decision to decide that she wants to be transgender and everything like that. And then to take it even further, after the clip started to air, Bootsy then tweets out that he actually had a sit down with Zaya because Zaya wanted to, after I guess seeing all that, Zaya asked Dwayne to reach out 
And she wanted to have a sit down with Bootsy to talk to Bootsy about, you know, his feelings and everything like that. And he then goes on to commence and say that um, Zaya got upset at him because um, she was she was passionate about transgender and gay rights and things of that nature. And he was like, well, I'm passionate about single mothers and their children and things like that. And she couldn't she got heated about that because I, you know, I could, we couldn't see eye to eye. And I'm just like, what the fuck does those two things, how do they even correlate? Like, but anyway, what are your thoughts on the whole, the whole situation? Um, Mike Tyson. I'm gonna start off by saying this. So I saw a post on Facebook where they were saying somebody post on Facebook. Did y'all see them two be dudes kissing and they like, it'll be a straight dude, like, send a video to me. Sir, why, why are you concerned? And I feel like that goes with Boosie and his fan base. It's like, why y'all be so concerned about transgender business, homosexual business, gay people business? Why does it concern you? Like, far as, like, with Boosie, like, I definitely think Mike Tyson asked the perfect question about about are you gay? Because listen, why are you so concerned, sir? This is not your penis. And I just want to put out there with Zaya, she has not said her sexual preference, no mention of a sex change, nothing. And y'all are basically putting on this baby now who who she's going to have sex with. That doesn't have anything to do with you. And then it goes also where people like, oh, where they can't make that decision. But if this was a heterosexual relationship and they were 10, you have people that, that children are six. Like, oh, this is his little girlfriend. This is his little girlfriend. So how, how at that young, you're okay as long as it's heterosexual activity. But as once it switched to homo, now it's, oh, they, they don't have that. They don't operate in that mindset where they know. So how did they know at eight that they were attracted to girls? But if a boy is attracted to another boy, all of a sudden now they don't have the mental capacity. And I'm like, just say you, you own bullshit. And I have to like, even when it comes down to my like household, listen, I try to tell my spouse, you have no, like no discretion over your son's, genitals once he reaches of age like even before then that doesn't have any why why are y'all so concerned with y'all children's sex life to me that's it's just weird my only concern is make sure you are with another considering uh consenting person that's your age listen Ooh, listen you just you just spit a whole bunch of facts at them that they ain't gonna want to hear though they don't want to have them conversations they don't they do not want to have them conversations I I was surprised that Mike Tyson didn't bring up the fact that Bootsy allowed his underage child, what, 12, the same age, I believe, as Zaya, he, quote unquote, hired hookers to, you know, basically sleep with them so that, in his opinion, I guess they wouldn't turn out gay. So I, that that would have been the first thing I brought up. So your child at 12 was old enough to have sex with an adult. But Zaya's not old enough to decide what pronoun she wants to go by? Listen, and that's what I'm so tripped out about. It's just a pronoun, and 
she wants to dress up. Where are y'all getting all these other people have added so many narratives to this child's life that it's it's sad. It's sickening, really. Not even sad, it's sickening. That you have added all of this additional story where the only thing she said is, this is the pronoun that I want to be called. And then we see pictures every so often of, you know, she's in dress, whatever. Nothing major. Y'all get on here, it's like, oh, she wants to, you know, sleep with this person, this person. She having a sex change. She didn't ever mention anything about a sex change. Nothing. She hasn't, she hasn't mentioned anything of the sexual nature at all. Y'all sexualized that. Right. Y'all did that. All she said was, I feel like I am a girl. So I want to go by the pronouns. He, instead of he, I want to be called a she. So instead of Zaire, I want to be Zaya. That's it. That's all. It's nothing that's like wrong with that, even in the slightest. And I'm like, that comes down to education. Like, I just don't understand the ignorance of it all. And it's not like you're in 1960 where there's, you know, so, so little information out there. There's a whole like internet that you go and search for people only fans page and all the other bullshit that you can take some time to do the work um, to make sure that you understand. I'm like, when I didn't understand it and all of that, like I joined the ERG group at work just to make sure I'm like, okay, because I don't. I don't know the terms and I was getting, you know, okay, transgender woman, transgender male. I'm getting those mixed up. So I'm like, just to make sure that I'm knowledgeable enough, not even to have a conversation because I'm still not that knowledgeable to go into like depth, but just to be like, I'm not ignorant or I could check my biases, you know, at the door where I'm in the ERG group and they was crying about being adoption. I'm like, what the hell y'all crying about an adoption for? And then I had to check myself and be like, okay, as a heterosexual female, even though I'm black and it's harder for black people to adopt, gay people, and then you think about gay black people, it's probably almost impossible. Facts. Listen. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, just checking those biases and like, listen, just drop it at the door. Right. But just like with, and I'm like, and then just looking at Boosted Activity, he's, hypersexual and it's just like over the fucking top it just really just make me question his behavior and even when you have somebody that's willing to sit down with you and say listen I ain't even gonna call you a dumbass because that's what the fuck you are you a dumbass motherfucker I'm not even gonna call you that I'm gonna actually try to sit down with you and then you have a child sitting down with you right trying to teach you and like listen this is important and blah. And you talking about I'm concerned about single black mothers. Well, why the fuck you keep making them then? Woo, look, woo, stop, stop playing with him. Woo, girl, you fly. Woo. They don't want to hear that conversation though. They don't want to have it though. You you constantly making single black mothers, but you concerned about them. Marry one of your baby mama. Facts. Facts. Mm, mm, mm. And before we end this topic, can we just, like, can I just put out a PSA to all y'all who consistently say this because I'm tired of hearing it? Just because I don't agree with with it doesn't make me homophobic or transphobic. Then what does it make you? 
you know what I'm saying? Then what does it make you? I'm confused. You make no sense to me. How are you not homophobic or transphobic? If if you were minding your business and weren't concerned about it, then sure, you wouldn't be homophobic or transphobic. But if after any time you feel the need to jump in and talk about how you don't agree with something or how you don't like gay people or how it's wrong or this, that that's homophobia. That's 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 homophobic. That's what that is. Just saying. Just saying. And just to add to it, no one asked you for your permission to allow, like, uh, approve of Ooh. anything. Like, what the fuck? No, like, they always baffle me. They're like, well, I just don't approve of it or blah. Who asked for your approval to do have sex with somebody I don't want to have sex with? Facts. The Facts. fuck? Like, and then. As long as it is sex between two consenting adults, it's no, it's nobody else's business. And then they get well. God said, "Uh, sir, there's a certain part of the Bible that if you paid attention to to try to follow that, you wouldn't even could be concerned again. If you are concerned about the Bible, if you're trying to follow it to the T, you wouldn't even be able to have enough time to be concerned about these other people and their sins and transgressions." Mm. Stay focused. Mind your own. Listen. Woo. Facts on facts on facts on facts. Anywho, well, we could have this conversation all day, yeah. every day. <laughs> but um, let's go ahead and jump into the topic that, for whatever reason, has been dominating the internet for like the past, for the whole goddamn week, basically. At this point, I think you're sick of it. I'm sick of it. The whole goddamn world is sick of it. And that is this Birkin bag debate. It's gotten so bad that apparently um, Hermes has decided to release a statement where they say they only produce 12,000 Birkin bags a year and they have no control over when, you know, the, the their managers order twice a year and they have no control over when their managers get that inventory in um if they decide how many birkin bags they decide to order yada 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 basically they were trying to say look it's an exclusive bag essentially listen essentially see what yaya mayweather said she essentially gave y'all the real real y'all just wanted to clown her um about it because of all the situations that she got going on with NBA young boy but she really did give y'all the honest truth in the real yeah. world about the situation and how Birkin bags work essentially your ass just can't walk in the store and get a Birkin bag that's what she's trying to tell y'all despite whatever these celebrities are making it seem like you can't do it it's just not what it is and she basically essentially said to to y'all a lot of y'all who are saying you have a Birkin bag it's not a Birkin bag it's actually a Kelly bag um Hermes does make other bags aside from Birkins. That's essentially all she was trying to say. But this whole debate didn't ridic- got ridiculous and blown out of proportion all over the internet. And essentially, I'm over it. Yeah. I don't care. Okay. And it was all from like one comment from, and I, I hate saying her name. I think it's Sweetie Swati. Uh, it's Sweetie. Yeah. I, fig- I finally figured yeah. it out. It is Sweetie. <laughs> Um, where she was saying, if you don't, your man don't buy your Birkin bag. And I think 
with her coming was even going back to you still ball on your budget but you know you should be taking care of the woman that you with like i'm not knocking her message but you still got to think about everybody you know if you don't have birkin bag money that's fine you gotta let the world know just don't you know buy whatever you can afford but like you said, Yaya was correct. And I think even Offset, when he came back, his reply to her, I'm like, but that's not what she was saying, that Black people don't deserve or can't afford luxury. It's just, this is an exclusive-ass item. And it has, has always been exclusive. I guess one of the good things about it is, like, when people like, you know, I don't want a Birkin bag, buy me some property. And I'm like, did you must ain't saying how much a Birkin bag resale for. Yeah. And I'm like, they always... Can, you can always get at least get your money back and probably a couple of more because especially depending upon how exclusive that bag was, you can come up off some cash with it where they'll have to depreciate. You know what I'm saying? It fluctuates, but you can at least get your money back from an Hermes bag even after you own it for a while. You can still put it back on the market and get your money back. Right. Um, so, I mean, it was just, I mean, people were like, oh, let me show you my Birkin bag and blah, blah. Even Yaya Mama got on there, which I ain't mad at her because her collection, I always been like, damn. Because she got the purple one that I was like, baby, if I ever get enough cash, <laughs> listen, if I ever. Um, but like you said, she was correct. You just can't go and be like, oh, well, let me get that and blah, blah. No. And most people already, for people that sell them, they already know who's going to buy them. Right. Like, it's not like they're sitting around waiting like, oh, let me put this on the website and say that I got it for sale. No, that person more than likely, probably even before it's made, it has an owner. Yeah, exactly. So and, I, and, and I think the best comment that I saw came from... Um, I don't know, some influencer or some some girl, she basically put out, she said, we are in the middle of a pandemic. People are homeless, losing jobs. And you have a bunch of rich people on the internet flaunting wealth for a bag that the majority of those people will never actually see. How ridiculous is that shit? And how out of touch are y'all? Please read the room. And... I 100% agree. Please listen. Buy as many Birkin bags as you want, as your heart can content. But please read the fucking room. People out here struggling. Like, we're in a pandemic. Okay? Like, literally, people can't, aren't, don't feel comfortable enough to go out of their homes without masks, to give hugs to family. You know what I mean? Like, people are literally we're getting ready to come up with on Thanksgiving and people are having to debate, damn, can I even do a normal family Thanksgiving dinner, this, that, and the other. And y'all over here arguing about bags that people that could literally buy people housing. Like, stop it. And pay off a house, pay off cars, provide groceries for not just one family, a couple, well, a lot of families. Yeah. Um, and that that influencer, her name is Kayla Nicole. I think it's Jones, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Um, but she's like the girl that like she's hilarious. But um, yeah, I definitely agree with her. I saw her uh, statement, and I don't know. It, to me, just going back to it was just foolish. foolish. I'm like, you got all of these people 
that y'all are literally on here like, oh, let me show you that I got a Birkin bag. And it's like, okay, sweetheart, you got a Birkin bag. We see you. But it's like, at the same time, I don't know. It's just, it was, I don't know. It was just, like, I just couldn't believe that. I'm like, y'all real life got y'all black asses. Because for the most part, it was black asses on the internet talking about, let me show you that I got a Birkin bag. Right. But a part of the conversation that also I feel like needs to be had is the fact that we can get online and, and, and we're clear enough to understand that for the most part, black culture drives the culture. So yeah. we can we can get online and flaunt these rich white men, you know, men and women designer items and tote them as luxury items. We if if we move the culture like we say we do, which we do, and we're we're running around to why can't you do that for black designers or black owned businesses? You can make you could literally go and buy, you know, a bunch of, you know, whatever hot black designer handbags are out there and you can make that luxury. And there is you a luxury. It. Let me I can't think of his name, but I'm, I think it starts with a T. Yeah, it's Telfair. Yeah, he is a luxury bag person, and he has committed to being a luxury bag, but reasonably priced. Like Making them so affordable. Where, yeah, even so, where I think when he first dropped, people were, like, buying super-duper, like, quantities of bags and reselling them. And, like, they stepped in, and he, like, actually took action against it. Like, listen, if you want a bag, you will get a bag. There's no reason for you to have to buy, you know, if I price it at 200 don't go on the website because you want this bag and let people, you know, jip you out an additional two, $3,000 to get this bag. If you want one, you will get one. Yeah. Just order it. You know, it might take longer, but we'll get you a bag, which put a damper in a lot of people because they, of course, was trying to make a you know, extra dollar or whatever. Um, but I mean, you have options out there. It's just not, you know, you have to have a Birkin bag or whatever. Like I say, it was just that purple alligator one that I love, but my favorite color is purple. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, I don't, other than that, like just to see the regular colors, I'm like. They're not, I mean, they, they're not the, the cutest bag to be completely honest. Yeah. Aside, in all honesty, people want the bag simply for the name, for the exclusivity of it. That's it. They are not the cutest bag. They're, they remind you of um, red bottoms because red bottoms essentially are fairly basic aside from the red bottom. I mean, you do have, he did, um, Christian Louboutin did do a couple of Louboutins that was fly as fuck. But for the most part, they're just a basic stiletto heel. Um, they hurt. Like more. Yeah. <laughs> essentially wow. but i uh, but i mean you know what i mean i get that you that you want to have an exclusive item or a luxury item there's nothing wrong with that but at the same time i just feel like one read the room and two you can't you can't have it both ways you can't get on here preaching to um you know uh medium to low income folk black folks basically and telling them Y'all don't invest in black business enough. Y'all are the reason black businesses. Da, da, da. I mean, we get critique as people who don't have no, you know, no big dollars. We get critique more than anybody. Y'all don't support black business enough. Boo, 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 boo. But yet y'all consistently give 
these people who are celebrities who have the money to do it, y'all give them a break. Y'all say, well, they have enough money to buy a Birkin and blah, blah, blah. Well, why is it not the same for them? Why y'all not hounding them about why y'all not buying black owned? I'm just saying. And at least if you and it, buy it and parade it around like you do that Birkin bag. Thank you. Send it to your friends like you sent that Birkin bag. Big facts. Big facts. Okay. Shit, I'm on that tail fair list right now. <laughs> waiting for another drop. Because I think he drop a bag every week. So I'm just waiting on the color that I want. I want the pink one. Anywho, I'm sorry. That was that, that was Oh no, you fine. <laughs> Oh, that was that was a moment of of me going into my head like, hmm, I need to go check that website right now. It's Probably like, like, let me make sure that I signed up for the list. <laughs> Boy, I just, I don't know. I just don't understand. Like, even when it comes down to, you know, how you were saying about supporting black businesses, like, well, how you still open? How businesses still open if they ain't got our support? Stop doing it. Listen, I'm just listen. I just I mm, I don't know until somebody can answer to me why y'all be mad at us for shopping at Target or Fashion Nova or whatever little fast fashion fast fashion is. But um, talking about we don't support black business, but y'all never go, come down on these folks who actually have multi million dollars heads. Y'all don't never be at their heads. But if my ass pop up with some Fashion Nova. Why you didn't buy from a black-owned business? Let me just put that out there. I know overhead and you got cost of website and, you know, smaller quantities. You got to, you know, you pay a little more for it. But baby, it's not ever a day where I get on Fashion Nova if I see it for $19 that I'm going to buy for you for $58.99. I don't care about it being black-owned. I'm buying it from Fashion Nova. Woo, listen. I will say I have spent money for um from um damn why is my mind blank and I follow them too on Instagram uh damn it y'all know which one I'm talking about everybody where it's like the it's it was started by a young lady who went to an HBCU um damn it damn it damn it my it's mind closed. is blank huh it's closed yeah um. And they have the st- the the yellow shirts to say respect, protect black woman, uh, black, 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 black. black by popular demand. Ah, there we go. So I have spent um, for them um, just because I like their message, and not only that, I really, I really, really love their owner. Like literally, every time I've ordered from them, I always get like it's like even though I'm sure it's like a blanket email, but it's like seems so personalized like it had my name in it has her signature in it and it like list the i you know what i mean like it seems so personalized like she really actually like take time and effort to like craft the email to you to thank you for purchasing and for supporting her and but yeah i, I just really dig that so i appreciate that i like and the those items, I feel like I couldn't buy them from nobody else. Like, this is like walking in Walmart. And I know, like, Target had them during Black History Month, um, like these black t shirts. And I'm like, no, nah, I'm just going to buy them from like a black person because I don't want to buy it from me. Like, I feel like it's too gimmicky at this point. I'm good. Um, but yeah, like, other, other than that, like a, a shirt and pants, 
not paying sixty dollars for it. Now I'll buy it from another boutique if like, oh okay, it's thirty five dollars. No, okay, I'll take that. Yeah, but not sixty. Yeah, some of y'all do be a little exorbitant. It'd be it'd be exuberant. I'm sorry, it'd be really high as fuck, and I'd be like, y'all gotta chill, relax. Anywho, let's go ahead and move out of hot topics because we have none left, and let's move into the relationship portion of the show you want to start us off yeah i saw like a segment or listened to a segment um where tia maury hardwick 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 i don't think i'm saying her name right hardwick anywho she was saying that it was her and the host they were both both of them basically agreed that of course life happens and you have children and all this stuff that they now schedule sex with their partner. And my question is, could you or would you ever schedule sex? So I I would say that I would never want to get to a space where I would have to. I fully like listening, if you go through all the things that her and her husband do and all that, I can get how they can get how they are there um, yeah. because they have to find a time for their relation. And you have to give them props because a lot of people in their position would have just let their relationship fall. And that's why we have so many divorces and things like that. But they've actually committed to prioritizing their relationship even even if it sounds ridiculous to us that they have to schedule sex but at least they are refusing to just be like well fuck our relationship um but i i think that i would never allow myself to have so much going on to where i would have to schedule you know schedule sex in my relationship essentially I could get like scheduling date nights, things of that, but actually having to just schedule sex, like, woo, I would hate that. That I mean, blessings to be that busy to be getting that much coin coming in, but at the same time, it's like I feel like in her instance, she loves working, but I feel like just from what I just outside looking in, I feel like she doesn't have a great work life balance. And for me, I prioritize a good work-life balance. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to work my ass off at work, but when it's my time, shit, I'm out. I'm clocked out. Don't, don't call me. <laughs> don't talk to me. <laughs> Listen, you know, Fallon, because you used to work. You used to be 3.30, 3.29. Oh, <laughs> don't, don't call me. Nothing. I'm out. Don't ask me There's no questions. <laughs> so... That that's something for me that I prioritize. I prioritize a good work life balance, and I feel like if you get to a space where um, parts of your actual life, your relationship, um, your kids, things of that are starting to struggle, that means that your work life balance is off. And so that for me, that would be like a sign that I need to get my shit in order if I have to schedule sex. But I don't knock her for it. Like I said, I actually applaud them for saying, hey, my relationship means so much to me. I love my husband so much. I love my wife so much that I'm not going to let my relationship fall to the wayside. It's not going to be the thing that I lose just because I'm out here hustling. What about yourself? 
Um, I definitely couldn't. It's like, I don't know, it puts too much pressure on it for it to happen. And it kind of takes the fun and the excitement out of it. I'm like, okay, when's the night at nine? Um, and I just don't want my spouse to feel like, you know, like, oh, she got to pencil me in. Like, I don't, like you said, I don't want to be that busy where I got to like pencil my spouse in. And then I guess like what I be thinking about, I'm like, so y'all don't ever just walk past each other and be like, damn, let's go ahead and, you know, do this right now. Like, let's just sneak off. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't know. Like, I just I can't imagine myself doing it. And I know, like, I had a friend once who was like, oh, well, we just, you know, we made a priority, not a priority. She was like, we just schedule Saturday every Saturday at 8. Uh, what? Yeah. Be like, so what if I want to have sex on Thursday? And I mean, her comeback was, well, when you get married and have kids, I don't give a damn. That's one thing I'm not doing when I get married and have kids. Stop having sex that would get the kids here and got you married. No, still, no. Uh, it does become it does it does probably become more difficult though yeah because you have to you know a lot of people don't feel comfortable with you know having sex when their kid is in you know down down the hall or if they come in after having a bad you know what I mean like they feel a little awkward about actually really getting it in (laughs) while their baby is sleeping down the hall or something like that so they feel like damn we can't have sex in the house so then we have to make it a date night and go do it somewhere else and get a babysitter so I mean I get like I said I get how it can happen I just feel like I wouldn't want to get to a space where I'm that busy like I definitely I don't know I I couldn't schedule it with him like that I'd probably be like let me make it like a little date night and I just look up the hotel room even though I know I'm scheduling it he just I can't just sit down with my staff like right be like okay so you know Sunday night or we're gonna get a babysitter and then we're gonna do it be like I'm gonna go in here and go to bed yeah exactly that's that does see, that's <laughs> excessive but like I said at least at least they're trying because they could just be like fuck the relationship you know just let the relationship slip and then find out he creeping or she creeping and then divorce you know it is I like them yeah, I like them together. It seems like they're committed to making it work. So, salute to them on that note. Um, so, my relationship question for this week is, if everything in your relationship is good, but sexually you don't mesh, do you think the relationship can still work out? No. <laughs> um, definitely not. Why sex is not everything, it's a lot. And if we don't, if we don't mesh like together like that, then I think, no, because I mean, sex for me starts outside of the bedroom. So I feel like if we not connecting sexually, then some outside the bedroom is off as well. So it's definitely like, it's enough for me. Like we, we got to connect on that. So, so just to kind of play devil's advocate, you know how people say you can grow in love. Do you not believe that if y'all aren't meshing sexually that you can't grow to, to I guess, find a way for y'all to figure it out? I'm saying no. And the reason why I say no is most men are not receptive of, ba- like, sexual news. Be like, bro, 
you're doing this wrong. Like, they take it personally. And be like, no, nah, it don't. I'm taking it personally. Just do better. Right. Like, just from my past and, like, dating experience, a lot of, well, I haven't slept with a lot of men, so I'm not going to say. But just, like, even girlfriend experiences, listening to them, a lot of men are never told, like, hey, that move that you did with person that you had sex three times, you know, three women ago, it don't work for me. And they not receptive of that or like, let me try something new or, you know, listen to her body and see what, you know, what she likes. So I, yeah, I don't think, no. Yeah. So my thoughts on that is I actually do agree with you. Um, I don't think if like sexually y'all don't mesh, I don't feel like y'all can make it work. Well, I mean, I guess for some people, like if they are just comfortable with having mediocre sex forever, then sure, they'll sacrifice sex for that. But if you're a person who actually just feels like I want to have good sex, I deserve to have good sex, then you're not just going to settle for mediocre sex just because. Um, I think that... um, and also, I just think that it's, it's difficult because, like, what if, like, you have kinks and they don't like your kinks or they have kinks that you don't like? Like, how do y'all make that shit work? You know what I mean? Like, without having to step out of the Because I feel like a lot of times that's what happens. Like, when you aren't compatible sexually or there's problems in the bedroom and you don't talk and y'all don't can't figure it out. That's why people step out. Because if I'm not getting in here, I'm going to go to somebody else who enjoys the same type of sex that I enjoy. You know what I mean? So those are my thoughts. I definitely don't think that if y'all aren't meshing sexually, that it's going to work unless y'all really can, unless y'all really can, like you said, can just bear down and sit and conversate and nobody gets offended. Nobody feelings get hurt. And y'all could just be straight honest about this is what I'm not enjoying. You ain't doing this right. And I just feel like as much as, like, that's what they tell you you should do and that's what, like, TV makes it seem like you should do and that that solves all the problems, in real life, I really, really feel like there's not a a huge majority of people who are comfortable enough to just bear it all like that with their, you know what I mean? Maybe that's just me. I could be completely wrong about that, but. No, I'm serious. Because I think with sex, it's like our egos play such a big part in it, which I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing. And that's for both men and women. Um, I just think women are a little more receptive. It's like, okay, babe, I don't like like how you do this. Like, we're like okay, we'll change it. Because, I mean, we see how we, like, you know, change our hair. We dress a certain way. Where dudes just be like, listen, this is it. This is what you get and be like, so you're just going to be lazy. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah, yeah, I agree. <laughs> and I think every woman has had that man that's been like, "What the fuck are you doing?" <laughs> like even when we try to nudge him the other way, be like, "Bro, you wrong." You go and they still just like, mm, "I'm gonna do this." Yeah, and you just be like, <laughs> "Let me just go ahead and get over." I'm telling you, I'm the I'm the worst kind because I cannot fake to save my life. I just don't have it in me, so I just be laying there like, okay. <laughs> it's over now i told you that one dude that i that I, that i had that i was just like i was just laying there and then it was over and then i was just like 
looking at him like, so you just going to keep breathing on me or are you just going to go? Because I just can't. <laughs> I'm the worst. <laughs> Stop getting annoyed and she'd be like, why are you here? <laughs> I'll be like, listen, that's what, that's what I love that I got a dog in Monroe because Monroe, Monroe would be my excuse for everything. Oh man, my dog, she really don't like you. You can't stay tonight. She don't like when people be here. So you got to go. Like, I <laughs> this is her personal space. And the fact that she will bark at you, yep. you in her personal space, be like, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and see you out. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Anywho, so that's all that we have for relationships this week. Any like new music, TV, books, any like recommendations that you want to give to the people? Um, nothing new. Um, man, I watch this true crime series. I can't even think of the name of it, but I'll tell you I've had it next week. But it was really good. Um, but that's about it. I ain't read nothing. Let me see, new music, nothing. Yeah, nothing. This is a sad year for music. Have you noticed that? Just think about it. Listen, I am 100% with you. Like, when it comes to music, nothing has stuck this year at all. Like, everything has been so forgettable. Um, So, I'm with you. Um, I guess on my end, that's all I... I don't really have anything that I listen to. I didn't listen to the Ty Dolla Sign record, um, even though I told myself I wanted to, but I didn't. I ended up not listening to it. I'm going to try, though. I think maybe when I go to the gym tonight, I'm going to take a listen to it. I don't know. It ain't really gym music, so maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> um, but Drake did announce that he um, is dropping Certified Lover Boy in January of 2021. So I guess we can be looking forward to that. See if he gives us a really good project or whatnot. We we'll shall see. And I don't know anything. Oh, and the party pack. Because I see people were comparing... Bryson Tiller's anniversary to Party Next Door's Party Pack and people were kind of I guess saying that Party Next Door was better than Bryson or whatever like that and my thing is in that whole debate I don't see Bryson and Party as the same type of artist so I don't really get the comparison but nonetheless I liked Anniversary but I like Bryson Tiller so I like Bryson Tiller and Party Next Door I don't get the comparison either it's like they're kind of two different artists like yeah no but from what i hear party pack do bang so i'm actually am gonna go and take a listen to that because i heard he got a couple on her that's like that old old party that we really been yearning for Uh, okay i got i got to go listen to that because you know that that old party that hit different listen i got the hope mine yeah i'm gone here because i think his last project i think i took maybe one or two songs off of her and the rest that I was like hey, they sign it chief yeah so. exactly all right so that's all I guess we got in that regard oh um before I jump out of that I will be reviewing the boys season two soon I just have to finish up the season I'm late I know um but I gotta finish it up and then I will be giving y'all the review to that so that will be coming soon I ain't going to give a date on it, but it'll be coming soon. But speaking of that, I'm going to go ahead and jump into the nerd moment of the week. 
Um, basically, this nerd moment is just, again, more kind of rumors that are floating out there in the Marvel space. Basically, um, on their show, Moon Knight is supposed to pick up production starting in November, but obviously I don't think that's going to occur considering that they haven't even cast Mark Spector, who is Moon Knight. But there are rumors that they have um, both, I think his name is David Diggs. If you guys have seen Hamilton or even Blackish, then you know David Diggs um, was on both of those. So him or either Nick Kroll are the top two names that are being tossed around to play Mark Spector. Both of them are Jewish, by the way. So just for you guys out there who um, are, you know, keen, who, like me, like um, when we talk about these characters, talk about these characters and whether like their race and ethnicity and all that play a part um as i explained just like with black panther where he was african hence why they had to have a black person pay him um with mark specter he is jewish that's an important element of his character hence why they want someone jewish to play so but yeah just for y'all racist fanboys out there who seem to not get it or understand it let's make it clear for y'all anywho and then Speaking of casting on the Batwoman, obviously on the CW after, what's her face? I can't remember her name right now. Shit. Y'all know the Australian chick. I can't remember her name to save my fucking life. But after she decided to leave the role, um, Javicia, Javicia, I'm sorry, Javicia Leslie, she took on the role as Batwoman, obviously the first black Batwoman. And, um... Pictures were released finally of her costume. She looks incredible and salute to them for allowing her to keep her black girl curls. Okay. They did not try to force her into a ugly ass red lace wig. They let her keep her black girl curls. Um, They just added a couple little red highlights in there, but nonetheless loved it. Looks so good. Love the pictures. I'm excited for it. I didn't watch Batwoman season one, but I definitely might pick up on Batwoman season two just to support my girl. And that's it for me as far as the nerd moment of the week. Anything else on your end, Fallon Dan? Nothing else for me. All right. So then per usual, we want to thank you guys for tuning in and listening. We are getting closer and closer to episode 100. Right now we're at episode 90. So uh, episode 100 is coming right around the corner hopefully cross y'all fingers out there we are hoping that we can get um that i can figure out how to get this video working so that we can actually start having video to go along with the podcast having some technical difficulties with it any of y'all out there know a little some some hit me in the dm (laughs) and maybe you can help us out figure it out because we are in two different locations but um we're gonna figure it out so hopefully by episode 100 we can get it together for y'all But again, thank you guys so much for listening and tuning in and enjoy your week. Bye, guys. Good night.